Stress is a big deal, right? We've got to manage stress. So let me dive into these nine things really quick. They are probably nothing you haven't heard of before, but they are part of my daily regimen. They are part of my focus on a regular basis. And I hope that these things will help you. It hasn't been an overnight shift where I've made all of these things work in my life every single day from day one, like I've been doing them for 20 years, but probably over the last five to six or seven years, I've been incrementally making sure that these nine things were a part of my daily regimen. Number one is pretty simple drinking more water. Well, you've heard it a million times by now, but you've got to drink water. So much of our body's energy comes from the water that we drink or, or being dehydrated. I talk to a lot of people and they talk about cramping. They talk about not feeling well. They talk about not having energy. And I think one of the very first things you can do is make it a daily practice to just get more water in. Listen, water is water. When I grew up, we drank out of a water hose. <laughs> it worked out just fine. You know, look, if you have a preference for drinking the high-end stuff, great, knock yourself out. But one of the practices I do every day is I drink 16 ounces of water literally before I walk out of the bedroom or within five minutes of the time I get out of bed and get out of the bed, uh, brush my teeth and get out of the bedroom. 16 ounces of water, uh, just room temperature water uh, gets my day started. So drink more water. You know, you know, is it 64? Is it 120? Look, if you're exercising, you need to be drinking more water. If you're drinking a ton of coffee, which is a natural diuretic, you need to be drinking more water. Um, and that means you got to drink more than what they quote unquote tell you to drink. Okay, number two is a stretching routine. One of the things that we are doing today, we're spending a lot of time sitting on our butts. In my 20s, I stood all day at work. Uh, in my 30s and starting since 30, I'm now 48 going on 49, I sit all day. So I sit at work all day at a computer and I have been doing so since 2000, 2000, actually 1997, so that would make it 21 years that I've had a job where I've been sitting. Sitting at a computer, we're now staring at mobile devices, our necks are bent down like this, our body and our posture is hunched over like this, and I think, having talked to several chiropractor friends of mine, that I think the next big thing that's gonna hurt our bodies in a health standpoint is our inability to move in our later years. So there's a little contradiction here. We're probably gonna live longer than we ever have in our ancestral history because of modern medicine today. But it's gonna suck if we can't move. Mobility for me is like the big reason why I work out. It's not because I wanna bench press 300 pounds anymore. I'm no longer an athlete. I'm not trying to wear tight shirts every day. <laughs> so for me, the big idea for working out is moving. I will use that stretching routine as my workout because that's what's most important. I wanna stretch my body before I go sit down in my desk all day and then come sit down on the couch at night or eat dinner or whatever that may be. If you're in your younger years, in your 20s and early 30s, watching this video, you don't know what I'm talking about yet. But if you're north of 35 or 40, uh, you know what I'm talking about. So I would encourage you to find a stretching routine from head to toe. So let's move on to number three. The third thing that you can do to start reducing stress is to just say no more often. You know, one of the things that we get caught up in the trap of, especially if you're an achiever, especially if you're someone who gets the job done, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a leader, if people are calling on you for your expertise. I have a problem and maybe you have the same problem of saying yes to everything, right? But what we have to do is be mindful of the ability to say no. It isn't that we're saying no, we don't want to do it. It's saying no, that right now I can't make that a priority based on what I've already committed to. So there's a little difference in shift in mindset. Listen, you just can't say yes to everybody and everything. Today on my calendar, you can't have an appointment with me before 9 a.m. There are certain things in my calendar that just 
don't happen. There are certain things I just say no to, and sometimes I'm saying no, not now. So there's some things in your life that are pulling at you. You're saying yes to everything, and you might need to be saying no a little bit more this year to get more done. Number four, (laughs) big pet peeve of mine, I had to break this a long time ago, and that is as soon as we wake up, we have a big problem of reaching over, grabbing our devices, and or jumping on social media or opening email and letting other people's agendas start our day. A simple thing to do is just to push off 30 or 40 minutes or maybe even an hour and give yourself some bandwidth. Give yourself some space to collect your thoughts, to get that stretching routine in, to drink a little water. But we're picking up these phones and all of a sudden we're letting other people's lives and or agendas start to infiltrate our very being for that day. And it just disrupts what we may have intended for ourselves that day. So my advice to you on this one, number four, don't open email as soon as you open your phone in the morning, just as soon as you wake up in the morning. Don't jump on social media and start consuming all the negativity on Twitter or stuff going on in your newsfeed on Facebook. If you're like me, I mean, I have to work hard to keep my social news feeds clean, loaded with positivity. It's like every time I see a negative post, I either delete the person or I hide the post, whatever. It's, it's tough, right? It's really, really tough. So number five. So if you're going to create some space in the morning, drink some water, get a little stretching exercise in and not open your phone, right? Well, what should you be doing? And number five is feed your mind with some positivity. Now, positivity can be anything that's relative to you. Some people in the world, it's spiritual for them, right? For me, I use a couple of things. I do meditation in the morning. I read scripture every morning through the YouVersion app. For meditation, I use the Insight Timer app. I use Spotify. I use a number of things in that regard. I love YouTube. I go to YouTube channels that I know put out positive content every single day or every single week. So feeding your mind with positivity, whatever that may be. It might be setting aside some time to read a good book that is on your mind that's going to help move you forward, listening to something that's motivational, positive, whatever. If you're listening to me, thank you for doing that. Maybe you're finding this as a part of your daily routine. But whatever it is, get your mind focused on some positivity. That's the other thing. If you open email and social, you might be getting some inputs that are just not good for you at the moment. So let's go to number six, a little bit on the dietary nutrition side of things. And that is just ever so slightly start cutting back processed foods. Not sure what that looks like in your world. I'm not going to sit here and give you a diet lecture. Uh, I'm certainly not a perfect diet person. I live in what I like to say most of the time is an 80-20 nutritional paradigm. And that means I want to eat good pretty much 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time I'll eat whatever the heck I want. You know, just to give you some context on that, you know, so I was 215 pounds, I don't know how many years ago, uh, 2013 or 14. And and I lost about 10 pounds a year. I didn't go crazy and join some diet program to lose 40 pounds in a month. I just don't believe in that because it's not lifestyle driven. But at the end of the day, maintaining a good stress balance in your body has to do with a lot of the food that we eat. It's not even about working out so much. It's about how we eat. And so processed foods, unfortunately, they're quick, they're easy, they're fast. Whether it's, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Just cut them back. Start cutting some of those back. Start eating more things that are fresh, that are whole, that are raw even. When you're going out to restaurants even, this is one of the traps I fell into. Going out to restaurants and thinking you're eating healthy at a restaurant, you gotta be careful of things like sodium and sugar, (laughs) right, and preservatives. But anyway, so number six, cut some processed foods. You know what those are. I'm not gonna give you a lecture on that. You can Google some of those things. And this is, again, this is what I call constant and never-ending improvement behavior, right? Little bit by little bit, move something out of your diet. Move little bit by little bit, cut something back, right? Number seven, improving your sleep. I used to disrespect sleep. Some people sleep to the point where they're just lazy and they're killing it. But some of us, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a grinder, if you're someone out there trying to get things done in the world, you think that, you know, and I hear there's a lot of people talking about it online. I love ET. I love ET. Eric Thomas, if you don't know who I'm talking about, love Gary Vee. 
Now these cats will talk about working 17, 18, 19 hours a day. I ain't having it. I'm just not having it. I'm not working that long. I am doing my thing. Don't get me wrong. You gotta have windows and seasons when you're working a little extra. But do me a favor, don't disrespect sleep. I started finally prioritizing sleep in the sense that I wanted to really focus on getting better sleep. My thing was I just couldn't shut my mind off at night. So I found for me that one of the best things to help me wind down was to shut off my phone at least 20, 30 minutes before, meaning stop reading things and stop whatever browsing on my phone, whatever it is, because a lot of us are reading off of our devices today. I'm guilty of that as well. But shut that down and let that blue light start to get out of your eyes. And then the other thing for me is just to quiet down my mind. So I, I usually put in some soft piano music or some meditation music, that kind of thing, and wind it down. But anyway, get some better sleep this year and that will help you with some of your stress. Be very intentional about doing what matters, doing more of what matters. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that a lot of times we are being asked or forced or required to do things that we're not passionate about, asked to do things that we're not skilled at or gifted at. We are asked to do things that are out of our comfort zone. So I'm not talking about challenging yourself to do new things. I'm talking about serving in a position that doesn't fulfill you. I'm talking about operating in areas that are outside of your unique gift. I'm talking about things that are just where you're not intentional about where you're going. And when you are not intentional about the things you're doing and where you're going, there is a level of stress that this weight that you feel on your shoulders and you get this tension. And there are times in life and business career, wherever you might be, you might not be able to just jump out of whatever that tense situation is, but acknowledge it. Give it its place in your life and say, I see you right? I see you and I'd like to make things better, but be more intentional. And the only way you're going to do that is to visualize that future self that you'd like to be. Visualize that future position that you'd like to have. Visualize that future result or level of success that you want in your life and sort of cast that net, cast that vision for where you want to be and then start to orchestrate those steps. It's funny that very interesting, the more little steps you start taking towards that goal, the better you feel, the less stress you feel around the things that may be holding you back that you don't want to do. And number nine, I'm going to bring this to a close, is to be very intentional about gratitude. This is something that over the last 12 months, daily gratitude. I have a cheat. Like I've been hearing about journaling for years. A lot of my mentors, people that I've been around, say that they journal daily. And for me, it was difficult to open up a journal book with a blank sheet of paper and just start writing down my thoughts. It, it just didn't work for me. So I stumbled across this book called The Five Minute Journal. The Five Minute Journal is literally a script for five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. You just simply open it up and follow the prompts and you fill it in. This has for the last 12 months been my little sort of daily morning and evening ritual. Takes you five minutes in the morning, takes you five minutes in the evening, could take you, you know, it shouldn't take you too long. But what's very interesting about it is from a level of stress, and I wouldn't have known when I started that journey last year, how it would help me deal with some unbelievable challenges last year. Unbelievable, right? And I'm not preaching to the choir here. Mine weren't any worse than yours. Mine were probably just different. Than yours. These have been nine things that I think practice wise, if you integrate one or two or three or all nine, whatever it may be, we all take on different levels of stress. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a marketer. 
things are changing on the internet every single day. I have client demands, you know, I, and it's just funny how things can change. And uh, our business is very fickle in the fact that we don't control the internet. Uh, so while we're helping companies grow on the internet, the internet can change and we can't change it back. <laughs> and we have to adjust. And so this, this process of being able to handle momentary stress and be okay when things happen that are a little bit unforeseen. I think that's also part of this journey of being successful. So reducing stress, that's what we're talking about today. Getting more done, uh, whatever that might look like in your business. Don't have to be an entrepreneur, don't have to be in marketing, whatever, whatever that might be. Working out is stress, right? Working out is stress. And so one of the other little things, I guess I'll give you a bonus tip number 10. A couple people who knew what was going on last year. One person said, she goes, if you gave a class on temperament in the midst of adversity, I would be the first person to sign up. And in the moment, I didn't know exactly what she meant. And then as I reflected on that for a few weeks, it, it dawned on me that I looked back at myself in the middle of that adversity and I said, wow, I guess, I guess I see why she said it, but because I work out and because I've maybe taken on some of these other practices that when life stress happened that came out of the blue, I, I don't know if I was prepared for it because I certainly wasn't, but something I think in the process of these little micro habits to reduce daily stress sort of preconditioned me to be able to deal with that situation. If you have given me time today out of your 1,440 minutes that you get in a day, I just wanna thank you for that. I honor that. And if there are things that you do in your life to reduce stress that I didn't talk about today, do me a favor and drop those in the comment. Tell me what you're doing to reduce stress if they're outside of these nine things. If you're already doing these or if one of these nine things have been a big influence in your life, let me know. If you haven't liked the page yet, do me a favor, like the page, turn on the notification. Hope you're having a great day. Bye-bye.